the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Donald Trump's former chief of staff held in contempt. We need to send a clear message that this sort of defiance of the rule of law cannot stand. America's borrowing limit increased. On this vote, the yeas are 50, the nays are 49, and the joint resolution is passed. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Wednesday, December 15th. I'm Eric Cudd. Military members who declined the COVID vaccine could face discharge from the service. Just ask the 27 Air Force members who said they didn't want the jab. Air Force spokeswoman Ann Stefanik said the airmen are the first military members to be administratively discharged for disobeying a Pentagon requirement to get the vaccine. They've been formally removed from service for failure to obey an order. Stefanik says all 27 were younger personnel in their first term of enlistment and none of them sought an exemption. Around 97% of the active duty Air Force has gotten at least one shot, but more than 1,000 have refused and more than 4,700 are seeking a religious exemption. Each of the services sets its own deadlines for the mandate, and the Air Force had the earliest date of November 2nd, so it's the furthest along in the process. Jennifer King, Washington. One grocery store chain is ending some of their COVID-19 related benefits for employees who refuse the shot. Kroger, which is the country's biggest traditional grocery chain, says starting January 1st, unvaccinated workers will no longer be eligible to receive up to two weeks paid emergency leave if they become infected with COVID-19. COVID-19. The company also confirmed that non-union employees or management that are unvaccinated would be asked to pay a monthly $50 surcharge for their company health plan. The grocery chain employs almost half a million people who interact with as many as 9 million customers a day. I'm Shelley Atler. The WHO's regional director for Africa says the early data indicates the Omicron variant causes less severe illness and less intensive hospital stays. Africa is vulnerable. Many people in Africa have not been vaccinated. The virus is spreading very fast, including in places where people have been vaccinated. It is causing relatively mild illness, particularly among those who are vaccinated. One nation struggling to care for those who need hospitalization. South Korea is experiencing its deadliest day of the pandemic as an unrelenting Delta-driven spread stretches hospitals thin. Health experts warning the country's medical system is quickly approaching its limits and that fatalities could worsen if the government continues to be slow in tightening social distancing rules. Officials have been squeezing facilities to set aside more beds for COVID-19 patients and scrambling to speed up the administration of booster shots. The Korea Disease Control and Prevention Agency says 94 virus patients died in the past 24-hour period, while a record 906 were in serious or critical condition. I'm Charles Duladesma. Meanwhile, the COVID-19 death toll in the United States has now topped 800,000. The once unimaginable milestone is seen as doubly tragic, given that more than 200,000 of those lives were lost after the free vaccine became available last spring. The death toll is about equal to the population of Atlanta and St. Louis combined. 
It's roughly equivalent to how many Americans die each year from heart disease or stroke. The U.S. has the highest reported toll of any country and accounts for about 15 percent of the 5.3 million known deaths from COVID since the outbreak began in China two years ago. The true death toll in the U.S. and around the world is believed to be significantly higher because of cases that were overlooked or concealed. I'm Julie Walker. It's not all bad news. Daybreak Insider's Greg Clugston says President Biden is encouraged by test results of Pfizer's experimental COVID pill. The pharmaceutical company announced that its pill appears to be effective against the Omicron variant. Pfizer also said the pill is effective at reducing the risk of severe illness in people infected with COVID-19. Several steps remain before the Pfizer pill can become available, including authorization by the Food and Drug Administration. The chief of the United Nations says limited access in Iran is not giving experts a full picture of their nuclear program. Rafael Mariano Grossi warns the restrictions faced by his inspectors in Iran threaten to give the world only a very blurred image of Tehran's program as it enriches uranium closer than ever to weapons-grade levels. Speaking in a wide-ranging interview to the Associated Press, Grossi says he wants to tell Iran that there's no way round his inspectors at the International Atomic Energy Agency. The UN warns Iran deal negotiations in Vienna are not making progress. The chief of Iran's civilian nuclear program has insisted his country would refuse the IAEA access to a sensitive centrifuge assembly plant. I'm Charles Duladesma. The IAEA director said Iran must let the inspectors do their job. If you want to be a respected country in the community of nations, there's no way around it. We have to work together. What you have is a very blurred uh, image, uh, which, of course, will not give you uh, uh, a good idea, will give you an illusion of um, uh, the, the real image, but not the real image. The survivors of a mistaken U.S. drone strike in Afghanistan say they're frustrated no one will be punished for the attack. The Hellfire missile slammed into Zemarai Ahmadi's car, killing him and nine relatives, including seven children, in the chaotic final days of the U.S. troop withdrawal from Afghanistan. General Frank McKenzie, head of U.S. Central Command, called the strike a tragic mistake. But three of Amadi's brothers, sitting just a few feet from where the missile struck in August, say they've heard nothing from Washington about financial compensation or whether they might be evacuated to keep them safe from criminals who are threatening them. To try to get the money, many people think the U.S. has already paid them. John Kirby, chief Pentagon spokesman, says the U.S. is ready to pay the Amadi's compensation and potentially get them out of Afghanistan. But he says the U.S. wants it done as safely as possible. I'm Rita Foley. A truck carrying gasoline overturned and exploded in a fireball in northern Haiti. It killed more than 50 and injured dozens of others. The explosion occurred in the coastal city of Cap Haitien. Survivors had rushed outside yelling as the blast engulfed cars and their homes in flames. Later, a local hospital was overwhelmed with injured people as it pleaded for basic supplies and more medical staff. The explosion occurred as Haiti struggles with a shortage of fuel and spiralling gas prices that recently forced hospitals to turn away patients and prompted the governments of the US and Canada to urge its citizens to leave while they still could. I'm Charles Duladesma. The House voted to hold Donald Trump's former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows in contempt of Congress 
after he ceased to cooperate with the January 6th committee investigating the Capitol riots. On this vote, the yeas are 222 and the nays are 208. The resolution is adopted without objection. The motion to reconsider is laid on the table. Daybreak Insider's Greg Cluxton says Meadows received a flurry of urgent text messages during January 6th. The House panel investigating the riot released texts that were provided by Meadows. Donald Trump Jr. demanded an Oval Office address from his father, saying it has gone too far and gotten out of hand. And several Fox News hosts attempted to reach the president through his chief of staff, imploring him to take action against the violence. Representative Liz Cheney, vice chairwoman of the committee, says most of her fellow Republicans have decided to look the other way and ignore the events of January 6th. President Trump is hiding behind executive privilege. All of my colleagues, all of them knew that what happened on January 6th was an assault on our Constitution. They knew it at the time, yet now they are defending the indefensible. Cheney says Meadows has no legal justification refusing to testify before the committee. Whether we tell the truth, get to the truth, and defend ourselves against it ever happening again is the moral test of our time. How we address January 6th is the moral test of our generation. It is very sad to see how my colleagues on the other side of the aisle are addressing this issue. Mr. Meadows has refused to testify about non-privileged material. He is in contempt. Democrat Representative Benny Thompson of Mississippi, chairman of the committee, says this is a very difficult situation. Mr. Meadows was a colleague for more than seven years, but that doesn't excuse his behavior. If anything, his time as a member of the House should make him more aware of the potential consequences of defying a congressional subpoena. Republican Congressman Michael Burgess asked why the committee has not demanded emails and other correspondence from House Speaker Nancy Pelosi or Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. If you really want to get to the answers, if you really want to protect the Capitol against any future attempts, as Mr. Governor McGovern keeps alluding to, why would you not go to the source, the two people who are tasked with the protection of this institution. Meanwhile, D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine says they've taken legal action against several groups involved in the day of the attack. Independent Office of Attorney General for the District of Columbia is filing the first civil lawsuit by a state or municipal government to hold accountable the Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, and more than 30 of their leaders and members. The civil suit is seeking harsh financial penalties. We specifically allege that these vigilantes, insurrectionists, and masters of a lawless mob conspired against the District of Columbia, its law enforcement officers, and residents by planning, promoting, and participating in the violent attack on the United States Capitol. And finally, the Senate has voted to raise the debt limit by $2.5 trillion. On this vote, the yeas are 50, the nays are 49, and the joint resolution is passed. The party line vote came just one day ahead of a deadline set by Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, who had warned she was running out of options to avoid what would be the nation's first ever default. The measure now goes to the House, where approval is needed before it goes to President Joe Biden's desk for his signature. Mike Gracia, Washington. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at daybreakinsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Eric Cudd.
General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.